Welcome, everyone. Episode 13, lucky number 13, So You're Going to Die. It's been a long time since I have um, recorded an episode on this podcast, which really doesn't have any sort of rhyme or reason of when I do actually do it. Um, Let's see, the reason why I haven't done it would be... Some of it's just been a tough life going on for me um, with cancer and whatnot. Um, Some of it just has to be that nothing's really caught my attention enough to where I wanted to think, hey, I want to make a podcast about that. Other parts of it, I have just been lazy, you know, Um, still uh, going through the whole uh, pandemic in uh, life thereof uh, kind of situation. And, uh, you know, that creates its own special problems for people, especially people with medical problems such as mine, that maybe the other people in this world that are completely healthy and God bless you, uh, don't really have to even be concerned about, you know, but people in my situation do. And so it does create quality of life issues and in that regard, uh, which is, again, no excuse not to make a podcast episode, but it's a determining factor in why I probably haven't up until now. So why am I doing it now with uh, lucky number 13? Uh, probably because I have uh, had a lot of friends recently uh, have this as a point of contention or topic in their own lives that got me thinking which is never a good thing, by the way, but it is what it is. Got me thinking about this particular topic, which uh, we want to talk about today, which is the mental health community, the mental health uh, in our in our world. Um, and as always, disclaimer for my podcast, whatever I'm talking about here, I'm not trying to talk about like I am some sort of expert in the field of discussion that we're talking about. It's always just going to be my opinion and my opinion only and maybe my experience and all that. And uh, and also, too, nothing that I'm actually here going to say. Do I want to start an argument with anyone? Uh, the whole purpose of this podcast to me that I try to do whenever I do one episode is to make it to where people can have self-reflection for themselves. But uh, the mental health industry, uh, the stigma of mental health, uh, it is a tough one. I think it uh, is still not resolved very well in this country. And then probably, uh, and maybe every generation says this, but probably this is probably the the most mental health crisis, uh, at least the country of the United States has ever been in. Uh, suicide rates are through the roof from what I understand. Um, and regardless of the reason for someone trying to take their own life, it is a mental health issue. Uh, so seeking help with that, I think, is definitely a huge deal, uh, much less any other uh, depression uh, chronic depression, um, anxiety, um, panic attacks, uh, any of the uh, bipolar viewpoints that there may be, uh, 
And again, uh, just a disclaimer on my part, whatever I share here from here on out that you're listening to, I want it to be perfectly known my viewpoints on mental health, which is it's very important. Uh, I believe that uh, the mental health industry is uh, an important uh, part of the medical tool to help people. Um, And I think going it alone into mental health problems is a bad idea. That being said, I also, though, believe that the mental health industry is incredibly flawed. Um, and and I, I think it adds to making it why it's so hard for people to uh, search out and seek out and get to a spot to where they think that um, this is what they need. Uh, besides just the regardless of the uh, societal um, stereotypes of mental health and um, and drawbacks from that and uh, prejudiced with that. Uh, I can say for my other medical issues that I have in my life, I can't think of one orthopedic oncologist surgeon that got into the field of orthopedic oncology surgery because they themselves needed orthopedic oncology surgery. Um, But I do, in my experience in the mental health field of professionals, uh, I have yet actually to meet uh, anyone in that's been under my, that's been trying to help me with my own uh, mental health issues uh, that didn't get into the field because they themselves were suffering from uh, mental illness. That doesn't mean that because you're suffering from it that you can't be helpful in the field. Uh, but it, I do believe, though, that a lot of the times it just seems like uh, it's a crapshoot finding a professional that is in need so much of the service they're providing more than the person who's seeking the service. And, um, and I think that has led to a lot of prejudice, uh, a lot of such bad experiences with people that are suffering from mental illness. Um, the whole, and when I say mental illness, I mean, anything that is under the guise of that, I don't care what the underlying problem is. Um, but I think that's been the case, um, more so my experience, more so with people that I know, uh, that have needed mental health help. And, uh, because I am a member of this anonymous program, uh, I run into probably more than maybe the, uh, normal, um, what's a word here? The normal, I don't have another word for it. So it may be like the normal drinker out there does not that normal drinkers don't have mental health issues, but I can tell you a lot of people with addiction issues have lots of underlying also, uh, mental health issues so much. So I think a lot of them has been diagnosed the same, although I'm not particularly, uh, you know, proficient in it, but I do believe that actually addiction may be even falling under medical or mental health uh, care. Um, 
is part of it too. So uh, I know a lot of people in my life that have had and needed uh, the services of the mental health professional. And it is just, again, such a crapshoot of finding that care. It's, and therefore, um, I do hear uh, uh, a lot uh, weekly, in my case, for at least the last 26 years of um, really bad advice from people who have been very hurt from their own experiences with just a mental health professional. But like anything else that's in that situation, I think that it's important that if that is the case, um, easier said than done to try to let go of whatever that bad experience was and continue the search for the professional that's not going to be uh, that bad professional, which is terrible wording, but I don't really have the ability right now to do better. So that's just what we're going to have to deal with my own limited vocabulary. Uh, I know that mental health has been plaguing my family, uh, not just the generation that I'm in, but uh, uh, two generations before me could have used it. And I also know that, um, I, matter of fact, I don't know anyone outside in my own family history uh, without being my own generation, was the first generation to even try to uh, have any sort of mental health help. Um, and that they could have definitely used it. I'm, I'm certain my father needed to be put on medication. Uh, I'm certain that he suffered from probably many forms of mental health uh, besides his own addiction issues, which completely crippled him as a human being. And it's no excuse to have for poor uh, behavior in anybody's part to uh, have mental illness, even untreated mental illness, uh, or even untreated addiction for that matter. Uh, to not be good human beings, by the way. I, my belief is uh, it, it's not the reason for it. It just doesn't help. And it, uh, I do believe it's progressive too. I, I think that uh, untreated mental health issues progressively get harder and harder to treat and harder and harder for the person suffering from them to get to a spot in their own lives where they're finally uh, seek out that help um, and again, I'm probably going to beat this horse to death, but, uh, even when you finally get to that spot, uh, then again, it's a, tra uh, kind of a crapshoot to find a good therapist, uh, or a doctor, uh, to prescribe and treat, uh, effectively your mental health. And, uh, and that just makes it that much harder for it, um, I think the taboo of it is so bad where uh, it's uh, still uh, in the society such a form of uh, weakness um, that we're supposed to uh, uh, be stronger than uh, something that is uncontrollable uh, and scary, uh, very scary uh, watching anyone who's suffering any sort of mental health breakdown, regardless of what the underlying factor of that mental health problem is, is very scary. Uh, 
and real. I think probably the most common form would be what I am diagnosed with, chronic depression. And I think that there's such a huge misconception of what is uh, depression and what's not. Uh, I think someone who hasn't suffered from depression thinks that it's just a form of being sad. And uh, sadness really has nothing to do with it at all. As a matter of fact, if my depression just made me sad, uh, that would be great. I'd, I'd, I'd be fine with that, to tell you the truth. I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Um, but sad really has nothing to, uh, doesn't re reach any to it at all. So therefore, anyone who has not suffered it and just thinks that someone's depression is just sad and they just say, be happy. <laughs> you know, why don't you go do some happy things? Uh, the idea that too, that uh, if I change my diet or I change my uh, exercise routine is all I need to do too, which is fine. That is, that's very helpful and can be. Uh, but I firmly believe that it's a chemical problem too. And so I can only fight uh, the depression in me so much with change of diet and, uh, and exercise in that regard too. But I think when someone uh, just assumes that uh, depression is by just changing my environment is going to shift things, it's chemically, there's a problem that I'm bringing that unfortunate chemical problem in my body with me wherever I go. And therefore, uh, change of scenery or uh, any other external factor isn't going to uh, solve the problem. It doesn't mean that I can't get relief at times, but sooner or later, uh, the chemical imbalance is going to catch up to whatever that I'm doing to try to. And, and, then, and then you're kind of screwed some more because there you have done some things that uh, maybe uh, helped, didn't solve the problem, but helped. And, uh, and then therefore, because it's progressive, uh, you continue to do things that help, but they don't help as much anymore. So the depression just gets that much deeper and deeper. And there's where professional uh, with their tools is what I need, um, regardless of what kind of therapy that may be. And that comes in many different forms. The other main mental health problem that I have in my life is post-traumatic stress um, I don't think it's a, a disorder anymore. Uh, I think it's actually been upgraded from that. But anyway, I'm old, so that's what we called it back then. Um, or syndrome, I don't really remember the difference. But it doesn't really matter. PTSD. So disorder, but it's something else now. Um, and that's very real, too. And I was shocked when I finally did... Uh, seek professional help for that for me, that when I went to uh, group therapy for the problem, that regardless of how anyone developed their post-traumatic stress, regardless of whatever trauma had happened in their lives, that the symptoms were all the same. I found that to be very, very freaky about the whole entire thing, regardless of how and granted, uh, the first group that I went into, there are people that had gotten their post-traumatic stress from war and being uh, raped, um, which were nowhere near my experiences of why I've got post-traumatic stress in my own life. And, um, and yet our, our symptoms were the same. So, uh, you know, it showed that uh, because of the science 
of mental health. Uh, they had figured that out. And therefore, treatment has progressed uh, long in that. And there's still a long uh, way that needs to go in that arena, in all of the arenas of mental health. I think, uh, again, the stigma of whatever it is, I personally have not had any uh, bipolar issue or schizophrenia issue, but I, I have very close friends who do. And, um, and that stigma is, is, is huge, uh, a huge hindrance to help in it. I found too throughout um, myself and other people that I know that uh, it's so hard to continue to seek help in the professional field that kind of once I start feeling better or people that have to take uh, medications, um, that some of the, um, the drawbacks of that are just so harsh that, uh, and the illness itself says that you don't have a problem, that uh, staying with your, uh, your help is very hard to, to whereas I don't know too many people that have started, uh, matter of fact, I don't know anyone who has done half of a chemo run and went, ah, I'm good. Um, it's like, you don't want to finish it, but you do, because that's what you do. It's not like I've ever had one of my 54 surgeries and halfway through one of them, there was like, ah, just half the surgery, please. And then, I'll, you know, if, if I need it more, I'll just come back and you'll just finish taking, uh, you know, just take out half the tumor and we'll be fine. You know, but I find that to be in mental health that, uh, that that's a, a, a big problem. Um, finishing the treatment uh, to get the be full benefit of the treatment. All that being said, and those are all just my opinions and maybe even some of my prejudice, who knows. Uh, we would be in a worse place in this world if we did not have mental health um, professionals to help us, uh, people who do dedicate their lives uh, to try to help the sufferers, uh, God bless them, because it's got to be uh, an incredibly uh, hard and burned out uh, profession. Um, just the funding alone has got to be hard to find because, I mean, just recently in my life, uh, you know, insurance was really hard to get to have to, to pay for anyone's mental health problems. And, um, and that still is the, the same way for me to go get uh, health insurance for my cancer. Um, it, it's really not that hard of forms to fill out. There isn't a whole lot of um, discussion that needs to be had or anyone else's. I mean, you can, you know, put me under a PET scan and have a PET scan go, yeah, he needs it. Um, whereas the mental health field, um, I think maybe because it's just not as streamlined as other medical professions and other medical uh, professionals are, that there are so many uh, wide variety of treatments for any particular mental health. And I think there's, this is again, my opinion and my opinion only that there's been mental health treatment fads that really the science of it wasn't really 
set down. It was more of, again, my opinion and my opinion only because people in the field need the same treatment that they're trying to help people with that some of them have, have yet let their own prejudice come in and, and that there's been such, uh, <laughs> no pun intended, crazy treatments that have been uh, brought up. And, and therefore, I think it's hard for the insurance world to, I think it's easy, I should say, for the insurance world to say, well, this is just not going to work and on and on it goes. And I also think, though, too, that some, for instance, the one of my mental health diagnoses is chronic depression, meaning chronic. I will never not have it. Um, and I don't believe I know of off the top of my head any mental illness that is cured to whereas you're no longer going to suffer from it without treatment. Now for my chronic depression, my treatment works in two ways. One is a uh, antidepressant and uh, therapy. And therapy for that involves just one-on-one -on -one with a uh, licensed therapist uh, that kind of just stays abreast of what's going on with me. My treatment for post-traumatic stress has, has involved at times medication, uh, mostly for me because I have terrible uh, night terror, uh, nightmares that happen with me. So there was a medication that I can no longer take because it's a really, really crappy blood pressure medication that they found out helped with those uh, dreams. But because of my cancer, my blood pressure is all messed up, so I can't ever, I can't take it like that um, anymore. Although it did work. Um, so, uh, so I'm not on any other, I'm not on any medication for post-traumatic stress, but uh, therapy is also involved one-on-one -on -one in group. And, um, and in both of those instances, whether it's for me, my chronic depression or my uh, post-traumatic stress, I have been incredibly uh, inconsistent as a patient. Um, so, again, you know, uh, it just makes it uh, a very difficult uh, solution sometimes. And, uh, and most of the time, I've heard people uh, say that they don't seek out the help because the industry just doesn't help. And, um, and it's a lot of times people are very um, comfortable with their symptoms. They don't like them. Don't when I say, I'm not saying that it's just that it's all they know. It's a Tuesday for them. And so uh, and there's like anything else in the world, there's peaks and valleys. And, and so, um, if they're not in some sort of uh, crisis mode, uh, then I, you know, they don't need help. And and of course, uh, crisis mode is not where I want to be. My chronic depression, my uh, post-traumatic stress that I did not ever uh, treat uh, that also went with my uh, addiction 
hand in hand. It wasn't the cause of it. It just went hand in hand, uh, led to me getting sick enough uh, to where I became very comfortable trying to take my own life and tried to take my own life and really thought that taking my own life because I had gotten that sick was the right thing to do, was the only thing to do, and that everyone would be happy for me actually not being in the world. Now, grateful, I'm grateful that I failed in that suicide attempt. Uh, I'm grateful that there were a safe place to put me, uh, to help me. Uh, I had to actually be uh, processed into a state institution uh, and I'm grateful that that place was there um, for me because I needed the psychiatric and medical attention that they provided. And yet it was still um, just a very hard thing. And uh, as the rest of any of the med medical things I've had to do in my life, which is a lot, you know, I started having surgery when I was five. So physical uh, ailments have also been there for my entire life. Um, and I'm also feel very blessed that the professionals that I ran into at that time in my life were um, dedicated to solving the problem, uh, to help me uh, live with and move forward with and uh, even recover to uh, to a degree. Um, it was not, it wasn't fun because it wasn't meant to be, but it wasn't, uh, the professionals that I ran into were not a hindrance. And I'm grateful for that because uh, later on when I left that place and I would have to continue to, in my life, to search out professionals for this problem, I would run into just pretty bad professionals that, again, were so wrapped up in their own unfortunate, and I'm, and I'm not like self-diagnosing these people, I only know it because they were professionals that told me that they had the same problem, and that uh, any, you know, that they were suffering like I was, and I really don't know how to say it other than that, so hopefully I'm making my point. Um, and therefore it was not helpful. It was actually quite dangerous. Uh, and because of my history with medical professionals, I at least knew to go and, you know, not have them as some of my doctors and find someone else who wasn't in worse shape than me to help me. Uh, and it wasn't like just shopping doctors. I mean, it was like, like these people are not doing well. And, um, and their viewpoints were just off the wall. And one of the therapists actually credited them getting sober because I was their patient. And it just, no, again, I'm not, I'm just saying that they were fighting uh, all of these other things in their lives to try to help someone in my situation. And, uh, and, and yet, I just, I really don't, 
see how that it's like, again, an oncologist who has cancer that won't take the oncology that they themselves need to give to someone who's their patient. Uh, and it was kind of the same thing that was going on with that person. I'm grateful that they sought out for themselves the freedom that they needed to seek out. But it was just one, again, an example in my own life where in the mental health field, it was just rampant with someone who needed mental health uh, care. And, um, and maybe I'm just a big believer in you can't give what you don't have. You know, it's, um, but I've also, though, uh, then just went to go search out someone else and, and, and there, and I've found um, just as many professionals that are changed my life and, uh, and dedicate their lives to help changing my life and to give me peace of mind um, to move forward in my life to overcome the obstacles that my own mental health uh, brings to the table. So it's there. And uh, out of the 54 operations I've had, out of the countless chemo treatments that I've had, the uh, radiation treatments that I've had, um, any testing that's had to go along to get to those places that I've had, um, the pain of physical bone tumors that I've had, nothing is harder than the work that needs to happen for me to have peace of mind. And it's only, when I say that though, it's only hard to begin. Once I get into it uh, and get to that spot to where I finally am so uncomfortable uh, and the quality of my life is so harsh, no. For me, I mean, it's probably setting the bar way too low. I probably need to set the bar a little bit higher for me. But for me, of course, I can never get to a spot again in my life to where I want to take my life. That's a, a deal I've made with myself because it hurt my loved one so much. I never want to have to put them through that again. And because of that, it's really hard for me to get started when I have to uh, get back into therapy and stuff uh, in my life. Uh, but that's been my motivating factor for me. Uh, and that's a deal that I've made personal only with myself. Um, and so uh, that does work so far uh, for me. And, and hopefully it'll always be there for me because I've never wanted to go do it. I've never wanted like, oh, great, more therapy. And again, I firmly believe therapy is a good thing. But I've never went and said, oh, yay, another round of therapy. That's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, and I do believe also, me personally, in modern medicine. I think that there's plenty of other parts of the world and parts of history where other parts of medicine is fine and dandy and it's helpful. But at the end of the day, I do believe that you just can't solve a chemical imbalance when the it's not, it's, I was born that way and that 
medical science has been given to this world to help, uh, not to hindrance that. And uh, I also don't believe, though, that just by simply solving the chemical imbalance in me is also going to solve the problem, too. I have to change some of the behaviors. And uh, I think it works hand in hand with that. So that's been a half hour of me drolling on about that. So let's droll on about some other things that uh, need to be talked about that I, that I would like to be talked about, which is why is it that people who need the mental health industry don't go and seek it out? Why is it that suicide rates are at an all-time high in our country? Why is it that, as a whole, um, there's such a still stigma of weakness or um, or ignorance still within the idea of mental health? Uh, what is in it where... Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people just say, man up, you know, and, and pretty much anyone I've ever used or heard the just man up uh, solution to these problems are some of the most imbalanced people I've ever met. Um, a lot of people that I've ever known that live by the, uh, the cure-all of all mental illness of just manning up are some of the angriest people I've ever met. And uh, and I don't know why anybody would want to live that way, to tell you the truth. Um, but it's such a common thing. Uh, and I believe it's incredibly hurtful. And most of it, I think, is just because of lack of ignorance. I think it's far easier for someone, instead of take a look at themselves, to just try to put themselves ahead of someone. Like, I'm, I'm just better than or um, to where I don't have to take a look at my own. I also think too, that if I actually look at someone who is suffering from any mental health crisis, I have to have empathy. I have to think of them and not about how that affects me or my own problem. And, uh, and I think we have a really difficult time in this country doing that, that, uh, now a little bit of from left field here. I'm going to blame the, the hippies for that. You know, the, the hippies turned into the yippies and the, and, uh, the yuppies. And, uh, uh, and they, myself, I believe, became some of the most self-centered fucking generation this country's ever produced. Uh, and I think we are suffering from that because a lot of us are now uh, well adults from that uh, generation. And now we've hit whole, another whole generation and, kind of brought their ideas down and became very uh, self-helped to the point where it was just about self. And uh, now I believe, though, that if I just care about myself and worry about myself, um, that I personally will turn that into everything about me. The world become very personal. And, uh, and everything that happens into it become very personal and, and I won't be able to see your side of the street, what's happening to you and put myself in your shoes. I, 
I only care if anyone gets put always in my shoes to see how I feel and what's going on with me. And, and I think to give the empathy that is needed, the empathy that I've had to give in my own life to have other people that I care about that are suffering maybe mental health crises, it's never been about ever one iota of success of how that was for me. I have to put myself in their shoes. And most of the time, putting myself in their shoes means I actually don't know what's going on with them. And so all I can do is be there as a friend and support them and and uh, and offer to uh, always just be there. And until they tell me to basically to fuck off, which sometimes that does happen, which is very sad when that does happen because there's nothing I can do about that. But most of the time, just the fact that I can show up as a human being that cares and just be there with someone as they're going through the journey, not trying to tell them how the journey should go or how my journey went. It was, hey, you know, you can do this, whatever this is. I found to be very helpful. And I've also found that to be very helpful when I'm going through it and people are trying to help me. They're just there and kind of being a cheering section. And, uh, it's never been helpful to me in my own personal life when anyone's ever told me just to man up or get over it or or what you're going through is just some sort of deal that the medical community is, you know, it's a big trick or whatever. Unfortunately, conspiracy theory has been around for a long time. It's, you know, at epidemic proportions now, but um, I think in the medical community, it's been around for so long that it's in the mental health field that it's just very uh, hurtful and unhelpful uh, in this problem. So I stay away from that as much as I possibly can. Uh, I also try really hard to not make anyone else's door uh, shorter, uh, harder to get through uh, for their own mental health problems because of any prejudice I may have with the field or my own bad experience, you know, um, because it, uh, it's everyone's journey is just going to be different. Even, even though the symptoms all might be the same with some of these illnesses, the, the mileage that it takes to get comfortable inside your own skin is just different for everybody, you know? And, um, and so I try not to make it harder for someone because of my own insecurities or my own prejudices or my own uh, bad experiences. Uh, I do try to share my own mistakes, not so much the mistakes that were made in my life from the professional community. I do try to share my, my own mistakes of where I got in the way of good treatment. Bad treatment was bad treatment, and there was no way around that. But uh, good treatment uh, that was hindered because of my own uh, inability to just let go and, or give up or um, or just not ready to take a look a lot of the times, too. Uh, so I can share that now because it doesn't own me anymore if that makes any sense too. And I find that to be very helpful. Uh, not to, for me, you know, 
I think the more that I can uh, take away the roadblocks of being of service in this world, uh, the closer I get to personally have being comfortable inside my own skin and caring less and less personally about how happy I am. As a matter of fact, I actually don't even shoot for happiness anymore. I shoot for contentment. I just want to be content. And, uh, and that's good enough for me. So the topic of the mental health uh, industry, community, professionals, um, we need it. Uh, it needs to move forward. Um, it needs to be more uh, proactive. And, uh, and I firmly believe that it needs to be continually modernized. Yeah. And I hope that it continues to be that way. And I hope that if anyone hears this and is having problems with any of the multiple mental illnesses that are in this world, I hope that they, for themselves, um, seek out the help that is available, however long that takes, however many swings at the plate that it takes. I hope that they do. And if you feel like you're alone, if you feel like you're alone in that, that you can reach out to me and uh, or anyone else that you feel comfortable with uh, because you don't have to do it alone. The work, yeah, you do. It's an inside job. But you don't have to do it alone uh, because you're not alone. So... That's episode 13. Lucky number 13. So you're going to die. We talked about mental illness. It's about time, right? It only took 13 episodes, really. I probably have talked, I mean, I know I have talked about my depression and stuff like that. And I know I've talked about suicide and stuff like that, too. You know, this one is more along the lines of the stigma attached, the uh, ignorance attached to it. Um, that maybe gets in the way of people uh, getting the job done. I don't know if you can. There's Daisy throwing up. I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know if that came through, but Daisy just threw up. She doesn't have mental illness. She has. I I gave her pizza, and there it is. We're gonna have to fix that now. All right. Who knows when the next episode will be? But it won't be lucky number thirteen. Will be. Uh, Boring number 14.